You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 34. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I'm your host. And if you're listening for the first time, welcome. I thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. And if you're listening for the second, third, 34th time, welcome back. I'm happy that you're here. If you want to check out the show notes for this week's episode, you can go to howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at howdoes underscore she do it. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at tiff. South, and that's Tiff with two Fs. If you're listening to the show, you obviously found it somehow, but the show is available in case you don't like the the current podcast app that you're using. You can listen to the show on iTunes via the podcast app on your iPhone, on your computer. You can listen to it on the website directly at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. You can also listen on Acast, Google Play Music, Overcast, Stitcher, anywhere really podcasts are found, you can listen to the show. So hopefully you find one that works for you and you can enjoy it that way. If you have comments, questions, concerns, topics that you want to suggest that you want to hear on the show, you can send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com and I will respond to you there. I look forward to hearing from you. And as always, thank you for your ratings and reviews. If you're just listening for the first time, you haven't left one yet. But if you want to leave a rating and review in the iTunes store, you can go to the podcast app on your phone, type in How Does She Do It in the search bar, and when the show comes up in the, in the search, tap the show and then tap Reviews in the middle of the screen and then you'll see where you can write a review from there and I thank you in advance for doing so This portion of the show is called Just My Thoughts, and every episode I share exactly that, just my thoughts on current events, pop culture, something that's happened to me in between times that we've recorded the show and so, or that I've recorded the episode. Um, so this week's Just My Thoughts, I'm going to keep it short because this whole episode is going to be a short one. Um, because I have just a few updates I'd like to give you guys. And a lot has been happening, a lot of really great things. God has been very good to me. But thinking about just my thoughts, I um, want to talk a little bit about Hidden Figures. So if you are not familiar with Hidden Figures, this is a movie that came out, I believe, as of this recording two weeks ago, about two weeks ago. And it has done very, very well. I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on going to see it in the theater. The show beat out a Star Wars movie in its opening weekend and to date has earned over $60 million. And the movie is about three black women who helped launch NASA's space program. So if you... Like when you think about that in and of itself, just three black women launching, helping to launch the space program, the fact that this story is, I am not, you know, well-versed in, in this particular field is like in astrophysics and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the fact that this story is being told is, is very exciting. It's very excellent. And so if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, please go do so. Please support. And I'm going to share a link in the show notes to an article that I read on gizmodo.com and it's an interview about or an interview with rather a woman named Dr. Shonda 
Prescott Weinstein, who is literally an astrophysicist. Like, <laughs> so when you think about how dope that is, is she is a black woman and the article talks about the challenges that she's faced being a black woman in this profession. And when you think about underrepresentation, the underrepresentation that exists in this particular industry is is like mind boggling. I think to date, based on her reading this article, I think there are something like 69 women, 69 black women who have received PhDs in related to astrophysics and this kind of this particular area of hard science. And it's really the underrepresentation in this field is very, very different and more, I think, severe than a lot of other industries. But the issues, so obviously, I guess, the issues that that these women face, she said it took her six years to it in her as she was in her in her profession before she had a female supervisor and she's never been supervised and has maybe not even ever worked with another black woman so to work in a profession for six years to have never had a female supervisor number one and then number two to have barely been able to ever work with or collaborate another black woman in your profession like it just it, it really just tells you about the weight of of, of what representation and underrepresentation means and how important these programs that are related to STEM and getting minority women to code and care about math and science and encourage girls, period, about the value of science and, and the industry generally is so much work to be done. But I'll, I'll post a link to the show notes in that article with that, um, this woman, Dr. Shonda Prescott Weinstein, who is literally a rocket scientist. Like, that's so dope. So anyway... That's hidden figures. The other thing that I want to talk about very, I don't even know if it's going to be quickly, but as of this recording, I am really, really sad that the presidential term for Barack Obama is coming to a close. And I've been trying not to think about it but first of all, it's everywhere. And second of all, it is crazy how somber this feels, especially because with the ending of President Obama's second term means the inauguration of Donald Trump. And if you've been paying attention to the news, even if you haven't been watching the news related to Donald Trump and just looking at the headlines that pop up on your phone like they pop up on mine, the crap storm that it has been going around related to his relations to the media, related to his picks for the Senate, um, excuse me, not the Senate, his cabinet, his tweeting, like all of these things, like there is just, I have yet to see a silver lining. I've yet to see something that is encouraging about what is about to happen. And maybe I'm not looking for it, but I feel like you shouldn't have to look that hard for something to be optimistic or positive about when it comes to the person and the group of people who will be running your country. That said, in thinking about the legacy of President Obama and the legacy of Michelle Obama and Joe Biden and Dr. Joe Biden, it is really 
amazing to see the way that the world has appreciated them, even in light of the critique and the um, racism and the like the criticism, fair and unfair of of his his presidency. Just watching his farewell address, for example, uh, I was like pouting on the couch. I was almost like not wanting to watch it because I was resisting the reality that this was his farewell address. Uh, I did not watch his last news conference uh, yet, but I will watch it on online. But and then to watch his when he gave Joe Biden the Presidential Medal of Freedom and to listen to Joe Biden talk about President Obama and his family and what they mean to each other and what they've meant to this country. It was like 30 minutes of just beautiful relationship and like reflection and just humor. And it was just so many great things. So if you haven't watched Joe Biden accept the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama, please watch it. And then the last thing I will say uh, is to watch Michelle Obama on the Jimmy Fallon show from the most recent appearance on the Jimmy Fallon show. She is just I, I don't even know the the number of positive things that I could say about her. And I can only imagine, like there are children who are eight years old who have only known a, and children eight years old and younger, obviously, who have only known a black family in the White House. They've never seen anything else. And I just keep thinking about little black and brown girls and little girls of color all over this country who have been able to look at Michelle Obama and look and see her and see her confidence and see her poise and her class and her integrity and and women myself like people just you look at her and and of course I'm and I'm not trying to say that she's not flawed and all you know whatever but she is just it's just such an honor to have been able to watch these two people who I think are seem to be exceptional human beings, have been able to grace the stage and do it in the in the way that they did it. And I just want to say thank you, President Obama. Thank you, Michelle Obama, for your example. Thank you for your legacy, your intelligence, sharing your family, sharing your leadership and so many things with this world. And I pray only the best things for you both and your family as you go forward on to what will continue to be an amazing journey. And with that, I will end this week's Just My Thoughts. Now that it's 2017, I wanted to talk a little bit about the title of this episode is New Year Renewed Me and You. And like I said, it's 2017. In this week, we have, as of this recording, we have celebrated the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And we close the week by seeing Donald Trump elected, or not rather elected, um, inaugurated to serve as president of the United States. And with all of that happening, 
life still has to go on. When you feel yourself attacked, when you feel things that you represent or you stand for, values that you hold true to be under pressure and a lot of the uncertainty that's happening right now that's existing in this country because of the political climate and the media climate and the way that people are relating to each other, there is a lot of negativity happening. But with that, we still have to keep moving forward. It's January and January is a time where, you know, after the new year, people, a lot of people going into January 1st and a little bit thereafter is new year, new me. And I want to push back against new year, new me a bit because new me to me, it just doesn't sound, it's just not, doesn't sound reasonable. What I like to think about is the and i and and to i say that to say i get it right what we're talking about when we're talking about new year new me is a new opportunity trying to have a fresh start right but when i thought about the idea of a renewed me a renewed you right it just sounds it's like to me it's more refreshing right new sounds like everything that existed before needs to be scrapped. Whereas renewed, it's like a regeneration or recharging a restoring, making changes, reestablishing or reconnecting, resuming something if there was some inactivity, gaining new strength. Those are the things that being renewed or renewing kind of comes with. And in if you listen to the last episode, if you haven't had an opportunity to do so, um, I encourage you to, to check out episode 33. I talked about overcoming overwhelmed, overcoming being overwhelmed rather. And if being overwhelmed has, has you anything like it had me when I was at the time of preparing that episode, you feel unfocused, you feel like you're not as productive as you've been in times past. And so what I want to talk about just really quickly in this episode is the idea of not scrapping who you were, scrapping the goals that you had in 2016 and in exchange for every, all new everything in 2017, but instead revisiting some of the things that you had last year and thinking about how to recommit to these goals that you have and make adjustments where necessary. So as we go through this challenging time in this country and and this challenging time that is is um there aren't really a lot of words that I can use to describe the way that it's like it's like a gloom that is over what's happening related to the national political scene but like I said before we still have work to do our goals for 2017 that we have, the things that we left 2016 with that were still not accomplished, those things still need to be done. Those things are our day-to-day priority. And we can't let, we have to really work to resist letting what's happening in the world impact what's happening to you on the inside. And that doesn't mean that you should deny that you have certain negative feelings or deny that you're working through challenging emotions. But the idea of acknowledging those negative feelings that you have, acknowledging the struggles that you have and working, actively working to push those aside in an effort to keep moving yourself forward. That's the spirit that we want to have going into this inauguration on Friday, January 20th. And that's the spirit that we want to have as we get ready to close out January already and look into February and just march through this first quarter of 2017. So 
like I said, I want you to get it, like get a piece of paper. If you didn't do the kind of reflection for the end of 2016 going into 2017, think about the groundwork on the things that you that you laid in 2016. Think about some of the things that you hope to achieve by the end of the year that maybe you didn't quite get done in the way that you wanted to. And don't be in, discouraged by the fact that you didn't get those things done, but instead look to see where there's an opportunity to renew that commitment and that momentum to that goal instead. So do does that mean you need to enlist the support of others? Do you need to find an accountability partner? Do you need a coach? Do you need a friend who is equally as driven as you are, even if it's about something completely different? What are the things that you need to do to renew momentum towards that thing that you were working on in 2016 that you've brought into 2017 with? Think about the opportunities that popped up along the way in 2016 that opened doors to new goals that you didn't even think about. A lot of times we will find ourselves, like for example, at the beginning of 2016, I had this idea that I was going to have a book published by the end of the year. That didn't quite happen. And so I shifted goals. I shifted my perspective. I expanded the goal to be more realistic and I added a different approach to it so that the goal hasn't necessarily changed. The objective is still the same, but that timeline that I put myself on is different. The um, things that I need to do in order to make that goal happen, I've visited those with a new set of eyes and a new attitude and are still I'm still working to march towards those goals. So when you think about some of the things that you wanted to do, what was left over? And what can you do now in order to make those things happen? And I always talk about the idea that you have to take tiny action in order to see change occur. And I want you guys to think about the fact that continued action creates continued progress. So stopping and starting, stopping and starting, stopping and starting will you you don't gain momentum that way. You don't end up actually seeing a goal move forward if you're not continually taking action to continually progress towards that goal. So even if that action that you're taking doesn't necessarily lead to you achieving that goal in the exact way that you imagine it in your mind, that action will still get you closer to a positive direction as long as you continue to keep taking action. So if you're thinking about the idea that you might have to readjust or develop some new goals altogether as a result of this action or this opportunity, then maybe that's what you need to do. So as I think about, um, you know, the... Even this podcast, for example, opportunities have come from this podcast that I've not, I could not have anticipated. And so what has that done? It's created new avenues of opportunity for me that I didn't initially have on my goal sheet for 2016 that I've now been able to start to capitalize on and take some of those continued actions to take and create continued progress towards these new objectives. So the idea of renewing your goals, new year renewed you, it really is about underpinning the being clear about what you want, 
being clear about the objectives that you have and making sure that you can share that idea, share that goal and that vision with other people. And not everybody, but the kind of people who are going to encourage you, the kind of people who are going to help help you build, the kind of people who are going to support you and create opportunities for you without fear of what that might do for them. And when you do that and keep yourself open to those kinds of opportunities, you really cannot begin to imagine the kinds of doors that will open for you. And I say that to say... As I speak to you now, I have seen this come to fruition in my own life literally within the last four weeks. And that's one of the reasons why it's been a while since I've recorded this podcast. But all through last year, I was very intentional about laying the groundwork for my brand. I was very intentional about the message that I'm trying to send, the idea of trying to help people bridge their professional goals and their personal success and profession and personal development and sharing that with people and letting people know that this is the thing that I'm committed to doing. This is these are the ways that I'm committed to doing that thing and is there something that you think I could do or you could connect me to in order to allow me to fulfill these goals that I have. And I have the have had the privilege of being asked to be a regular guest on a public access radio show in Philadelphia as a result of this exact kind of action, this renewed approach and renewed focus on the thing that I'm trying to accomplish uh, in my life. And the idea of me being on a, a radio show is like, it's mind boggling, never something, never a goal that I set for myself, but as a result of opportunities that I've made myself available to a new goal has developed. And so now that I'm doing this thing, I'm like, oh my goodness, well, what other possibilities exist? What are the other things that I could that I could do if this is something that I didn't even imagine that I could do before? So I share that with you to say, you never know what doors can open for you if you are not taking consistent action towards something that you're working towards. So to flip that another way, get clear about what you want for yourself. Share that vision with other people. Get specific about what that vision is and be available for opportunities when they come. And being available for opportunities when they come doesn't mean that you know exactly what they're going to look like and you have to have your calendar wide open for them and that you're just kind of sitting waiting in the wings. But being available for opportunity means that you're flexible about what those opportunities might look like in the sense that they're still moving you in a direction that you're trying to go and they're not kind of random and all over the place, but that you're open to the idea that, that the universe, that God is sending you people to pour into you and to help move you along. And so I just want to give in thinking about, like I I just mentioned the radio show that I'm on, I want to say a thank you to Kenneth L. Johnson from East Coast Executives. He is a, a recruiter, diversity recruiter, for corporate level types of positions. And he has just been a blessing to me. And that is, he is the the host of the radio show that I'll be doing in, um, on Wednesdays from four to five on the Philadelphia radio station. And I will put a link in the show notes to where you can listen to it online, but it's just another example of how great. And the name of the radio show is the, is the career seeker show. And it's just another example of how, when 
you make yourself available, when you are consistent, when you're diligent, when you recognize the things that you have to learn, when you recognize that you need to connect with other people and pour into other people and then other people will pour into you, that God will just bless you. And it is never easy. I have been so tired. I've been, but I've been so excited and I can't wait to share more about what has been happening uh, with me in my, on my coach, the coaching side of things for me, as well as with this podcast. And I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for continuing to support me because without you, without your downloads, without your support, this show would not be what it is today. So I really, really appreciate your support. And um, with that, I want to say thank you for listening to episode 34 of How Does She Do It? And every episode I read a review on the show that's left in the iTunes store, which is why I asked before, if you haven't had the opportunity to leave a five-star rating and review in the iTunes store, please feel free to do so. This week's review comes from Keisha iPhone. It says, I really look forward to your episodes. Very insightful and relatable. One of the only podcasts I look forward to this week. Thank you, Keisha iPhone. When she posted this review, I was on a weekly schedule. I'm not quite on a weekly schedule now, as you can probably tell. But nonetheless, I appreciate your support. And I hope, Keisha, that you're still listening. If you are, go ahead and send me an email, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoAPodcast.com. And again, if you haven't left the rating and review, please do so. I thank you so much for listening again and If you have any questions, comments, concerns, send me an email, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TiffSouth. That's Tiff with two Fs. And until next time, keep your head, stay encouraged, be blessed, and be a blessing. Peace. Peace.